Yorick Abramovitz, welcome back to Sunday Night at the TSO. Thank you very much, Kathleen. Nice to be here again. Uh, last time we spoke, oh, I think it was over a year ago now. So we were, you know, well into the pandemic, and it seems like we're still well into the pandemic. What What was your reaction when you heard that concerts were being shut down again? You know, obviously it was disappointing. We were starting to build momentum coming into the new year, and we had some some great concerts scheduled. You know, of course, the the health and safety of our audiences and staff and musicians is the priority. So I like to think that, you know, January concerts were just postponed and not canceled. So just a, a little bit more patience, but we'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> I think that muscle's been flexed a lot over the last couple of years. Absolutely. But there's, but there's been a very bright spot in your journey over the last couple of years in that, you know, last time you were on the show, you were the TSO's associate principal clarinet. I am now speaking to you as the the man, the principal clarinet of the TSO. <laughs> Tell us how that happened. You know, I'm, I'm truly grateful and, and honored to to be here speaking to you now as the principal. I, but I promise it hasn't gone to my head. I'm still the same guy. But yeah, so I joined in 2018 as the associate principal in E-flat clarinet. And um, in the last year, our uh, our principal clarinet is Joaquin Valdepenas, who, who had a stellar 40-year career in the Toronto Symphony, uh, stepped down. And, uh, you know, we just hired our, our new music director, Gustavo Jimeno, and I got to meet him and play for him. And I guess luckily for me, during this past summer, I got a call from Gustavo and, and he offered me this huge honor to be Joaquin's successor uh, as principal clarinet. And it was just, you know, probably one of the most exciting moments of my life. So I'm very uh, proud to, to say today that I'm the new principal clarinet of the TSO. Well, congratulations. It's fantastic. And we're very lucky to have you. Uh, so lucky that I, I understand there was actually a possibility that you might have moved to New York. Yes. Yeah, so that was that was the other aspect of this, you know, crazy timing that uh, right before the pandemic started in February 2020, I, I had won an audition to join the New York Philharmonic as the associate principal in E-flat clarinet. So the same position that I was uh, that I held here at the TSO. And this past summer, I was I was with them playing uh, my trial weeks. Luckily, everything went well, and they did offer me the position officially. So I, I had these, you know, two incredible opportunities right in front of me. You know, I, I felt like the luckiest person ever. And after a lot of consideration and talking with my fiance and my family and colleagues, I really think I made the right choice by uh, accepting the job in Toronto. Well, that's quite uh, quite an amazing journey, and that makes you Toronto's Timothy Hutchins. I don't know if for our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> oh my God, that is the biggest honor you could give. I don't even know if I can accept that. <laughs> I, I should explain to our listeners, Timothy Hutchins is principal uh, flute of the Montreal Symphony Orchestra, quite famously back in the day, was also offered a job in the New York Philharmonic and turned it down to stay in Montreal, which, you know, won over all Canadians' hearts. So you're you're, you're the next one, Eric. Wow, wow. Big, big shoes to fill, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. So tell us a bit about your journey getting to the TSO, so pre-associate principal. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I'm from Montreal, born and raised. I, I went to do my undergrad at McGill, the Chile School of Music, w wonderful school. Then I, I went to do a graduate certificate to study with an incredible clarinet teacher, the guru, uh, Yehuda Gilad. And then from there, um, I went and joined the Nashville Symphony Orchestra. While I was there, I, I was also on trial here at the TSO. And lucky for me, it, it ended with, uh, you know, the job being offered to me. So then I moved to, to join the TSO and uh, September 2018. Yeah, that's basically my journey to the TSO. 
When I spoke to you as associate principal in E-flat clarinet, we were talking about the secret skill that you have to have to fill that role. This is quite different now. What's different about the headspace moving from associate principal to full-on principal clarinet? Well, for one, I would say if we start at the micro level, part of my job now to try my best to lead the clarinet section, you know, the goal is to create a unified sound and to perform as one musical body. So that's that's a big responsibility and, and one that I take very seriously. Of course, it's easy to lead such an incredible uh, world-class clarinet section with my wonderful colleagues in the section. Uh, then if we zoom out a bit, the role also involves being a very sensitive chamber musician within the woodwind section and with the other woodwind principals. The principal woodwinds not only have to be locked into their respective sections, but locked into each other as well. And then uh, what I love about being principal clarinet is that I, I get to be a soloist within the orchestra you know, that's a huge thrill. And you go from blending into a large, you know, orchestral section. And then the next moment you are front and center with the main tune. The clarinet really gets to say a lot. And I really get to put a lot of who I am and my personality into these uh, solos and into the playing. So yeah, it's, it's a really a dream come true for me to be playing principal clarinet in the TSO. Is there a particular clarinet solo in the repertoire that you particularly look forward to playing for the first time with the TSO? Actually, yes. Um, on my first uh, trial, when I came to play the orchestra, that concert, they happened to be playing Rhapsody in Blue. And that's probably one of the most famous clarinet solos. So it's one of my favorite solos, but it's also one of the scariest to play because everyone knows how it goes. And, you know, if you don't get it right, people will notice. So uh, that and I, I was also under, you know, the pressure of being on trial. So it was both terrifying, but also electrifying. Well, that brings us nicely into some of your pandemic activities, because one of the reasons I spoke to you before was your fabulous Rhapsody for your Blues YouTube video, where you did your own arrangement of the Gershwin classic playing all instruments <laughs> <laughs> while you're at it. What else has kept you afloat during this time? So, yeah, uh, of course, that video. And then I made a few others. That was a wonderful way for me to pass my time. And, you know, just whether or not there were concerts to prepare for during this long period, I a big source of happiness for me is playing my instrument. So I still would practice every day and, and just, you know, play. Um, of course, a lot of time spent with my fiance and my family. Uh, we also did some videos for the TSO educational team and I, I gave quite a few virtual concerts for elementary schools and high schools. So I was still able to connect with an audience on that level. And also um, a nice usage of time was that my fiance and I fostered two dogs over the uh, pandemic and that was, you know, it's always hard to say goodbye, but it was such a rewarding experience. Oh, my goodness. That's a lovely way to to use your time at home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you look forward to in the coming months with the TSO? So on a general level, I'm just mainly excited to get back to a place where we can perform regularly for our audiences and that that feels normal again. Um, but if I had to pick a specific concert, I would say that in early April, there will be a celebration of the TSO's 100th birthday. Uh, in which each piece on the program will be conducted by a former music director of the TSO. And the final piece of the program will be with our current music director, Gustavo. So I've never done a concert where all these conductors, but usually there's just one conductor and a lot of us. But now, uh, you know, they'll still be outnumbered by us, but not by as much. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a great concert and a wonderful celebration. We look forward to that Absolutely. as well. Eric, thank you so much for taking time to speak with me and stay safe. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, Kathleen. Same to you.